Today on the show, come behind closed car doors and sit in on a moment between me and my boyfriend. We're in a car on the way home from a Labor Day weekend trip, and I start recording. You'll hear that we're tired, a little sick of each other, and I spring something on him that he was not expecting. Yeah, <clears throat> and I, I just feel like you're, uh, I don't know, sorry, I'm a little flustered. Um, Brace yourself for a full body cringe in three, two, one. We started off just having an interview about where things stand in our relationship, and I'm driving on a sort of pretty busy, curvy highway, and I'm now being asked about this idea, which, I don't know, I'd have to think about it. It's, it just seems blurring a lot of lines between the show and real life, and... We don't have to do it. it could... I'm right. not saying, like, we have to do this. I'm but just saying it's, like, it... a good idea that right. we should talk about. Yeah. In this episode of Why, Why you are going to hear the most intimate thing a couple can really share. Point one miles, two, six, seven. Microphone? Why don't you just turn the microphone off and tell me the direction? It's not how we have sex. It's how we fight. My heart is beating. Beating like an eclat. My heart is beating. You can hear it twice. I'm Andrea Salenzi. Today on the show, a train wreck. WFMU listeners know and love train wrecks. They start with a bad idea. An expectation isn't met. Confidence fails, and everything crashes down into the valley below. Ken and Andy, who host the show right before mine, seven-second delay every Wednesday at 6, they are the best conductors of train wrecks I have ever known. Who will love Andrea? Isn't that what her show is about? Not really, no. Who will love me? <laughs> no. Isn't, that, isn't no. that the name of her show? Why do you ask her when she gets here? That's really insulting. Well, <laughs> her show is not Who Will Love Me? That joke started weeks ago, and Andy's still making it. Who will love me? It's mean. That's really mean. It is? Yeah. It's like reducing it to this pathetic thing. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to tell her you said that. The thing is that if Andy or Ken listen to the show, they might know that I'm not single anymore. I've had a boyfriend for months now, since last winter. And if they wanted to actually channel what's going on in my head, it's not who will love me, but more like, how much longer will I be able to keep this guy around? This was put to the ultimate test when I made two mistakes. The first was going on a road trip. When I go on road trips, I often put a lot of weight on the trip back home. I'll make jokes all weekend long that we're going to be out of things to say. And that's what I did here. My second mistake was using that time to record a segment for this radio show. You might be thinking, oh, we know you by now, Andrea. That was your plan all along, wasn't it? Well, you'll see. This does not go the way I expected it to. 
might be hard to listen to at some moments. You might feel like you're involved in this fight. You might want to start a fight with someone you care about. Join me now on I-95 Heading Home. part I've been dreading. Hey. This is the part of our romantic getaway where we're driving home in the car and I was really worried that we would hate each other and be really sick of each other. And But only one of those things is true. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> but I love spending time with you. <laughs> nice. Nice say. <laughs> I'm here with my friend Mike. I'm here with my friend Andrea. He's a little more than a friend. Sorry, I hate everything about this so far. Can I, should I start again? Uh, and by friend, I mean boyfriend. Confirm, confirm. Agreed, agreed. And we just did like a romantic getaway, but I'm not calling it a romantic getaway. It's more like we just like hung out, but happened to go out of town. Yeah, we hung out in a different state. And now we're driving home. How long have we been in the car? Like seven hours? I don't know. So one of the challenges I've been having with YOY since I started the show is that when I started it, I was super single. Andy Breckman always talks about how the show is really just, should just be called Someone Love Me, <laughs> which is so mean. But he thinks that YOY should just be called Somebody Love Me, Please. But since I started the show, I'm no longer as, like, single and talking about my singleness all the time. Because I have you in my life. But at the same time, I feel like I don't really talk about what's been going on between us on the show. And I, like, maybe that has turned into a boundary that is important to me somehow. So if, if a YOY listener said, what's been going on with Andrea, what would you tell them? I would tell them that she's been really busy during the week with her awesome new job, which I guess I'm not allowed to talk about, maybe, and busy on the weekends with other stuff. Like what? Well, it was tax season a while ago, so I guess you were filing your taxes, and then, I don't know, people go to the beach in the summer, so I think you're probably going to the beach a lot, and like every third week, I think we'd usually try to meet up for a couple of hours to like get a coffee. Do you remember like how we went from just hooking up to boyfriend-girlfriend? I don't. I guess it was gradual. I mean, there were individual things that were sort of like jokey signposts on the, on the road to that happening. But those weren't probably like the serious things that happened, which would be, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I spent the longest time asking people. I bet I could even do a montage recounting me asking this to people. How do you have the are we boyfriend girlfriend conversation, and how do you know it's time for that? And like, do people even say that out loud anymore? Like, how? I think they definitely say that out loud because, really? wow. again, the monogamy for especially in big cities, I think, is an important thing to discuss. Um, and so the let's be boyfriend and girlfriend now basically just means like let's be monogamous, let's not be other people, and. I mean, I don't know. It's a difficult question to answer, but I think basically once you would, 
when you get to the point where the thought of spending your entire weekend with this one person is more appealing than the thought of like going out and meeting someone new or going on a date with somebody else, then then that's a good indicator that it's time to to try it out with that person a little more seriously. But I used to just always ask my friends who had boyfriends like, so how did you like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, how, how did you go from not being boyfriend-girlfriend and being boyfriend-girlfriend and then everyone goes, oh, it's gradual, it's gradual. But I always kind of like hope that there'd be an answer or a science or like a thing that you did right. So I don't know. Uh, d- is there anything I could have done in the beginning that would have totally disqualified me? I'm not sure. No, I, well, I mean, there's there's like an infinite number of things you could have done that would have disqualified you, such as trying to do me physical harm, or stealing money from me, or just insulting me more often than you normally do, which is pretty often. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever asked that of anyone, the way I kind of put it to you, and it was really scary. <laughs> What stopped you from asking it just because you didn't want to hear, you didn't... I didn't want to hear no. Hearing, yeah. yeah, for the most part, I've always been afraid of hearing no, so then I just never say, I never want to have that serious conversation. And then I just remember that night, I think I got really jazzed about something Hollywood had said on my show. And I just felt like really empowered to be like, well, you know what, if he just says he doesn't want that, then I just learned what he wants, and it's different from me, so... So this should just not happen. But then we luckily wanted the same thing. Which is cool. Like, we want to be able to go lie on a beach on Labor Day weekend. And have me in my underwear. <laughs> which accidentally happened. Because <laughs> I forgot my swimsuit bottoms. But no one knew. It was cool. They knew. Okay, everyone knew. You were lying to me that whole time. A lot of a lot of guys came up and asked me um, just about it generally. Um, they were all yeah. yeah. Uh, so what can I do to like royally mess this up? Uh, I don't know. I guess steal from you. No, aside, cause physical harm. Right. Aside from yeah, my pet peeves of murder and theft. I guess you could. There's probably not a lot. I just. There's no one thing, but I don't know. I guess not being honest with one another about what we're looking for and why we're why we want the things we want out of the relationship or it sucks to be in a relationship and I've been everybody's probably been on both sides of this where the other hat like one part of it one person in it is sort of you know, losing interest but is too afraid or doesn't feel like talking about it yet and then it just kind of drags out for a while and then ends flames out very abruptly that's not fun but I don't know I don't think there's anything specific I think we've kind of talked about this but like if one of us felt like we were losing interest we've agreed to just tell each other that yeah cool I've just been having a hard time knowing like when you feel safe in something because I haven't been in something for so long. And I safe doesn't mean like I'll start wearing my pajamas all the time and we'll eat ice cream together. 
Like there have been a lot of weekends where absolutely nothing has been wrong <laughs> and where we actually had a lot of fun. But going into them, I was like, this is the last weekend. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> He's made up his mind about me. And it, I'm not like a deeply insecure person, I like to think. But I still just have no sense of when when to feel safe. I think because I've been in so many things where I felt so unsafe. Do I give off vibes of being like at the end of my rope with the relationship during the week or no I think I just make up something in my head where it just feels like enough time has passed that it probably isn't interesting anymore because I think very often it's like the other person just kind of like what they want just changes out of nowhere sometimes yeah I mean I I, and I feel like I mentioned a few weeks ago maybe that I'm at the point where I'm not just going to decide one morning to like never talk to you again or something or just abruptly immediately end things partly because I don't want to and partly because I've done that in the past in you know somewhat serious relationships uh, and it's horrible and I don't want to do it anymore especially not to you so. and, and I'm, I don't know so you would give me some kind of like heads up maybe yeah, I think I'd, you know, send you a calendar invite for, like, three <laughs> weeks in the future that says, like, you know, special announcement, time and place TBD. But I want to give you much more advanced notice than that. I mean, I'm not talking anything crazy. I don't know. Do you think the show's gotten worse since we started dating? Um, no, I mean, I like some of the stuff you've done, but, yeah, it's gotten less... <clears throat> there have been less things where you're, I guess, sort of putting yourself out there and... and trying things out and doing these sort of experiments in, in dating that I know that a lot of people were kind of into, but I, I like where it is now. Yeah, and I used to do like lots of Tinder screenshots on Instagram and stuff, and I kind of, I don't know, I don't miss going on bad dates, but I miss like being single and having that be my identity in the show. And I've been thinking that I mean, it's, this is just an idea. This is just, like, throwing this out there. That we could, like, fake a breakup for the show. Uh-huh. And maybe we could record it right now as part of this segment that we're doing. So it would be, like, we're on the road trip. We're going back to New York. And then I start to get mad at you about something. And we just do a full-on, like, faked breakup for the show. And then maybe I could start going on or talking about, like, my dating life for the show again. How would you feel about that? Um, well, what would that, what purpose would that serve? I mean, if... Our exit's coming up in, like, just a little bit. Well, I mean, would it then, would the purpose of that be so that you could plausibly go on real dates with real people for the show again? not like guys I'd be interested in. Like, I could set up lots of bad dates, like guys who I know aren't going to work. Right. And maybe go on some dates, like, in that way. Yeah. And I would tell you about them and be totally above board about the whole thing. I mean, they'd be for the radio, so everyone would hear them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Our friends could know that it's not real, and it could be over something, like, really trivial, so you don't look bad. It wouldn't be like, you cheated on me, now we have to break up. It could be like... Yeah. But I guess why didn't you pack better or something? Right. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know why you need to why you would need to stage a fake breakup for the show if you'd only be using it to be able to go on fake dates with just random dudes who don't 
really probably listen to your show or know anything about it. So it's not like you would need it as a cover story. Well, like when I was single, people would approach me for stuff like the documentary approached me to go on some dates. Like New York Post has a column about single people going on dates. Just like help people understand the show. Like people would think of it like girls or something. And uh, no one's really that interested in like a 20-something girl who has a really nice boyfriend and everything's going great. I just think it could be, it could make me like a more compelling story to the world if, if I was single. I think we'd get like more opportunities. Yeah, <clears throat> and I've, I just feel like you've, uh, I don't know, sorry, I'm a little flustered, um, that you're, we started off just having an interview about where things stand in our relationship and I'm driving on a sort of pretty busy curvy highway and I'm now being asked about this idea which I don't know I'd have to think about it it's, it just seems blurring a lot of lines between the show and real life and um, I'm not saying we, we don't have to do it, it could, I'm right. not saying like we have to do this I'm but just saying it's like it? a good idea that right. we should talk about yeah this is not like my way or the highway although I do I do think you should trust my judgment here that this is probably the better thing for my show and I need you to support what I do right I'm sure it's the better thing for your show but like that's not a reason I mean that's not like the end to an argument saying this is better for my show therefore trust my judgment and do it it's like this is better for my show but because I care about this relationship I'm gonna consider not doing it or you don't want me to do it I won't do it I never no, said you had to do right. it. Right. No, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I want to think about it more. Um, okay, well, that's what I'm saying, too. It's like, let's think about it. But this would be, like, the best time we could record it if I wanted to record it. Because, like you said, we have this, like, scene going. We have, like, the cars and, like... Right. Yeah, but if you if we record it now, I feel like I'm worked up and I'm going <laughs> to say actually shitty things about you. And then it's not... We're not going to... What would you say? I don't I don't know. I, Do you have shitty things that you could say about me? No, I don't think so. I, I could make them up. I don't know. That It'd still be coming from somewhere. Well, yeah. I mean, it would sort of get back my earliest fears about being in the relationship with you. Was that it was fodder for your show and the relationship? And now, when it's run its course and it's become a detriment to the show, you're just gonna like get rid of it. I, would you, if you were in my position, would you not see that? I don't, it's not that hard to see. Fodder for my show. If you were fodder for my show, then my show would actually be going someplace right now. No, that, that exactly, that's what I'm saying, right. And, okay, wow. Um, that I was fodder for the show when it was, like, we weren't in a relationship, when it was just, I was just some dude that you were gonna fuck. But, now that it's become this thing that you claim you've wanted very desperately for, well, maybe desperate. Oh my god, did you just call me desperate? No, I said you wanted something desperately, which I feel like it's a, it's a different thing. But, like, once you got that... I'm going to close the sunroof. This is uh, really loud. But once you got it in your real life, and it... I mean, I guess I would agree. Your show got a little bit less interesting, but now you're willing to sort of risk this thing you said you wanted so much. Just we shouldn't risk it. Like, Why we should be able it? to do exactly what we've always been doing. And then... In the same way that, like, I set aside time to work on my show, I'd just be setting aside time to work well, on my show, and that might involve some dates sometimes. Right, but, okay, just, like, turning things around. Earlier, like, 20 minutes ago, you were talking about how in a relationship you're constantly worried 
that this weekend's going to be the last, even though I've done nothing or really hardly anything to really make you think that, even when things are going good. So what if things were turned around and I had a, a radio show, I'm a single late, well, I'm a single dude, dating, and I'm in a relationship, and I ask you if you would consider breaking, fake breaking up with me so that I could start going out on all sorts of dates. Every weekend would roll around, and then I, would you, what would you be thinking? Would you be thinking, oh, this is the last week. He's going to meet somebody on his date, and so he's going to break up with me. I feel like it's not that crazy, like hard for you to see where I might be coming from. Okay. No, I totally hear you, but I just don't... I don't think you really get, like, my capacity to pretend here. If I went on a date with a guy who I thought was really great, and I really liked him, I would just delete his phone number. I would just stop seeing him entirely, because this is totally important to me. And ideally, I wouldn't go on a date with a guy who I actually like. That would be near impossible. Because I like you. Like, a lot. So it would be like... The chances of me meeting someone I like better are, like, almost non-existent. So it would just be so easy. I just go on dates with guys who I'm not interested in. And I'll tell you all... I'd, like, tell you all about it. Like, you could ask me anything at any point in time. Yeah, you could even come. You could come no. and, like, sit at the bar. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, you could be, be my so bodyguard. Yeah, no. Um, no. Where's the next exit? I, can't, I don't know where we're going. Um, or, What's your password again? <laughs> no, what? I, no. To log in, open up your phone? What? Did, well, can't you use your phone? You don't want me to see your phone? Well, no. Do you, would you want... I, I don't know. Is that... Fine, I'll use my phone. It's fine. <laughs> you don't want me to see what's going on in your phone. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, well, I'm setting up all these fake dates for my new podcast. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> you got off a little singer there. A little mean singer. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, okay, so you're going to follow this. Your exit 14 in 1.7 miles. Alright. Um, okay. I don't, I don't really feel like... I don't have much else to say on this. Especially not now for your show or for it to be recorded. Could we just, like, record, like, one take of it where we just pretend to, like break up and then I could use it and it would match the audio from before um, how would you feel about us just recording a take of the breakup and then I would embargo it until you agree that we this is cool yeah exit 14 there. I like how long is it's gonna be like a long and drawn out process 30 minutes of us arguing and no 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 it would be pretty quick it oh, would so, just like wait it would be like me being like I am sick of this already and I kind of just want to not see you for a while because that's more or less what I would say and we can get it that's maybe it right there that sounded really realistic well I mean I mean I feel sick of you too right now we've been hanging out all weekend alone without anyone else to talk to so of course we feel that way right now but it's not actually how we feel but no, that's totally believable. You should say that. I already said it. I mean, I, you don't need to say it again, I don't think. So you want me to just use that? No, okay, I'm going to set you up. This is, I mean, I already did it. This is dumb. This is, we already talked about this, and I'm not going to go through all of this conversation again just to have a fake breakup when I'm getting, it would be much easier to just do a real breakup and then 
deal with this. Ah, I can't. I'm sorry. Why? Don't do it. <laughs> sorry, there's a lot of traffic on this road. I'm... Okay, so you're going to go on this for 4.1 miles to 6, 7. Why are you speaking into the microphone? Why don't you just turn the microphone off and tell me the directions? And then when we get to, like, back to my apartment or your apartment, we'll just do this there and then we'll be done. And then I've got so much work to do tonight. I don't really... The audio isn't going to line up if we do it later. Like, I'll have to do a whole other setting and more ambi and... Just and I'm not coming up to your apartment. You can just get out, and I'm going to go home. We'll do it in the car, and I'll you you will just put. I'll bring my. You will. I don't. I don't want to do this. Okay. Um, We're almost back. Can we just go the rest of the way without the microphone and just try to pretend that we're actually fine. coming yes. back from a nice weekend? Yes. Fine. Mabel. Mabel looks so stressed out. You look so cute and stressed out. Okay. 2.9 miles, 678 south. That is it. And you'll notice to your left, Co-op City. You don't care. I don't care. I've never cared less about oh how did this get so bad so fast it was just an idea let's just like push it out of our minds and I'm totally fine not doing this and I'm glad you told me how you felt that you didn't want to do this and thank you for talking to me for my radio show I don't know I'm not okay 2.3 miles 678 south Thanks, Mike, for talking. That was really fun. Yeah. No, oh, God. This is... This has quickly become... You just have to say, like, that was fun. Bye. That was fun. Bye. <laughs> you are just such an asshole right now. Just say, like... No, no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Here's thanks, the idea. Thanks for talking, Mike. This I has think, been really great. I think I have a pretty standard whiny dude voice. After your first date with one of these guys, why don't you drive him around in your car and have him pretend to be me um if pretending is so great for you why don't I have him sign off your show thanks this is mike this was great goodbye i'm not getting in a gr- you're so jealous right now listen to you uh-huh. you can't stand the idea of me with one of these guys well i love it i love it it like it just shows it shows me how you care okay uh-huh. i think we have the ending in there somewhere this is YOY. I'm Andrea Salenzi. What was that? Oh, just me and my boyfriend having a fight about whether or not we should have a fight for this radio show, on this radio show. A little too ironic. Oh, there's a reason for that. Mike took my bait in the end, and what we did do there was stage a fake fight for that last segment. The fight about fake fighting was the fight we staged. You might have figured that out. It was a game for me at first, but then Mike turned out to be shockingly good at this. After we were done recording, he told me to turn it back on. 
There's something he had to tell me about his process of channeling this jealous, confused boyfriend. As fake as the first half of the show has been, is how real the second half is going to be. I hope you enjoy. I don't know if I'm naturally a good actor, but like I said, I had to... No, you did really good. Yeah, I guess I just had to have something like in the back of my mind, like, like there was something at stake like in the real world to make me get into it. But there wasn't. Right, no, there wasn't. But there, I guess uh, <laughs> this is really awkward. So, like a couple weeks ago, a guy I work with, just who I know sort of well, like we're Facebook friends, and he just ran into me and he's like, "Oh, hey, um, uh, do you? I think I saw this girl you might know on uh, on OK Cupid recently. Like she just showed up in my matches." Um, Did this really happen? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, maybe. How do you know? Like, what is, how do you know? She's like, I think I saw her on, like, your Facebook. Like, you were maybe in a photo with her or something. I was like, maybe. I don't know. What's going on in the photo? She's like, he's like, yeah, it's you and, like, a it's like girl and, like, a dog. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's my girlfriend, Andrew. He's like, oh. Um, he's like, oh, that's, he's like, yeah, no, I saw her. Like, she has an OK Cupid profile and it showed up in my matches. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I know she's been on that and, like, she has a show. Like, yeah. He's like, you still together? I was like, yeah, no, definitely. Things are, uh, things are going really well. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, no. She's like, I don't know, it's like she was on recently. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, things are great. And I'm pretty sure she's just using it for her show or for, I don't know, for, for whatever. And then I felt embarrassed. And I didn't want to bring it up because it, I didn't really, it did, I didn't care that much about it. I was like, well, I, I kind of know. So you know. never told me that this happened. I didn't. You never thought to ask me why my OkCupid okay profile is back up. Uh, I mean, I, well, I didn't know if it was back up or it had always been up, and it was just you went on once in a while. And that I wouldn't bother me if you were going on once in a while because it can be fun or entertaining or even, like... But I made you shut yours down. Did you make... So it, wouldn't that be totally hypocritical for me to ask you to turn yours off and then still be using mine? Did you... T- I don't recall you telling me to shut it down. I think you were just, like, wanted me to, like, use it less often. Um, which, yeah. And, I mean, I deleted it but just because I was bored with it, but... So I didn't think it was hypocritical. I just thought like, and I didn't, and I didn't want to f- seem weird bringing it up. So I picked the weirdest way possible to bring it up, which is after a fake. Who's the guy? <laughs> he's really attractive. No, he's just this guy I kind of know um, that I work with. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I did reactivate my profile. It's been shut down for a while. I've actually been using because sometimes listeners send me their OkCupid profiles. Hey listeners, if you want to send me your OkCupid profile, I'll give you some feedback. Send an email to andreasalenzi at gmail.com So I've actually been using my grandma's profile to use OkCupid, but then I tried to track down this guy who had messaged me a couple months ago about a book he wrote about dating. I've been trying to remember who he was or what the book was called because it seemed like he'd be an easy guest to book because I've been really bad at booking guests. So I reactivated my profile to go through all my old messages. But yes, that's our exit, 12B. But if your friend had looked closely, he would have seen that my age range of people I'm interested on OkCupid is 18 to 19. <laughs> oh, great. Now he thinks that, you're, um, that we've got some sort of crazy relationship where we are trying to do a threesome with an 18-year-old. <laughs> a lot of guys have been messaging me exclusively about that, saying, Hey, I see you're only into 18 to 19-year-olds. Do you think you'd make an exception for me? 
<laughs> and why such a narrow age range? Because <laughs> I need them for a ritual sacrifice. Um, I need the blood of a youth. Yeah, no, I, like I said, that makes total... And that's exactly what I was assuming, more or less. Um, but, but did part of you think maybe I was looking for something I mean, on the side? I, like, yeah, like in like my... Worse, like, once in a while I'd be like, oh, God, what if? But then I'd just be like, maybe when I was younger... I would get, like, more paranoid about things. And, like, I feel like I've changed in a lot of ways. But it, like, reactivated some sort of, like, 17-year-old version of me being like, yep, I suck. She's <laughs> already bored. Am I going straight here? Oh, you're actually turning right. Oh. I don't even understand why it's right here. Um, but, then I, but then I knew, or, you know, to the extent that one can know anything about brain that. Your Yes. Yeah. Um, your logical brain overrode your animal one. Well, and I didn't really care because things seem to be going so well and you know you're really busy and we spend a lot of time together but, yeah when would i be going on these okay cupid dates yeah, on the like, side you know sunday afternoon i guess I don't know. and also i think if like i woke up one day and i felt so compelled like to start dating other guys or looking at their profiles or something i feel yeah, like uh 495 west west yeah keep right I feel like that's something I could take to you if it was just like, hey, I don't know what's going on with me. Yeah. I just want to like message with these guys or something. If it wasn't for the show, I feel like I could talk to you about that. Yeah. And I, but I love this. I love the World Fair thing. Yeah. No, I saw it um, Friday night when we were driving out. It's, really, it's like kind of lit up a little bit. Yeah, no, that, and that's exactly, that's why I feel like our relationship is so good because, well, it would have... I guess I probably should have just back to what you we would said have. T- you were, no, yo, have... you were holding on to it as like no, a thing wasn't. to make fun of me I for. I was never gonna. I was literally never gonna bring it up. I was just like, I didn't because I didn't. I especially I haven't thought about it in like definitely like a week. I forgot that it happened, but I was like, it's the perfect time to bring it up. <laughs> and I think it does get at like what was sort of the basis of our fake, fake double fake fight earlier. The most meta fight in the world that actually kind of felt like a fight the deeper we got into it. My heart is still racing a little bit. (laughs) I'm sorry, um, still West 495? Yeah, Yeah. maybe, yeah. Um, Just head towards the traffic. That's like a sure thing with our our day. Um, But no, I think it got at sort of the underlying tension of the fight, which was... Can you look without actually looking? Yeah, well, can you look without actually looking? And can you date somebody whose job or whose artistic career or whose show is about or could be about looking without really looking and can you be the other half of that relationship and either not look yourself or what is your excuse for looking when you get curious and having if I were to sign up to be back on OkCupid and sort of just trolling accounts or looking at things or looking through old messages I feel like I would need to have some sort of excuse and I don't know what what it would be if the opposite had happened to me where a friend said oh that guy from your Facebook page I saw him recently online on OkCupid. It would have been really hard for me to believe you that that was about anything else. But I think we could have talked it through. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too gullible, but but I don't really... Also, I don't really care. Like, if if you were at, like... And if you were a jealous guy, this wouldn't be... This wouldn't work anymore, you know? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, if I were, like... And I know, like, jealous, jealous dudes, and I... Yeah. I would not be going this way. If I were a jealous girl, I mean, I think there's probably, like, nothing less sexy than either of us being hyper-jealous. Although I think, like, 
those feelings are fun to channel to make you kind of connect with the thing that you have. Yeah. Where you can kind of like, oh, of course anyone would want to fuck him because he's amazing. <laughs> I like to play with those boundaries. When we go out sometimes, I'll talk about what girls are cute and are you looking at them or... I think we play these games with yeah, each other a little bit. talk about, like, what you, like, if you're on the train, like, what kind of guys you're looking at and, like, what you're looking for and in a way that doesn't, I don't immediately think, like, yeah. I don't want to ever be in a relationship that pretends that the only two people who are worth being with on the whole planet are each other. It's oh. like, you, if you acknowledge that this is a world full of, like, awesome potential partners, but we are choosing to be together, I think that's, like, a way more realistic yeah. way of being together. Right. And I, and... I mean, I feel like we had that jokey, like, motto for our relationship early in the beginning, which, which was, like, a takeoff on that Margaret Thatcher quote about, like, whatever, there's no society, there's only individual men and women or something, and we're like, oh, it's, yeah, there's no us, because I think somebody referred to us in the third person, and we both kind of recoiled. They said you guys are having a couple's fight, yeah. and I freaked out. <laughs> right, and we both recoil at that. Um, we're not but, a couple. But I still think that motto holds true in, a, in the, the way you just said, but why it's a great motto is that it's gets at something deeper which is the I mean there is like an us like there's a relationship we have but it's not defined that's not the only thing we're defined as and also just like to be able to have that be your motto and have that be something that brings you closer together I think is really cool and to have it also be true we have our separate lives and I will maintain that yeah and we and it's hard a big part of my life um since coming into a relationship was learning what's involved in defending my independence from um, outside pressures. Like, I feel like I get a lot of pressure to talk about the way I live my life in us terms, or yes, the BQE. But yeah, but I think a big part of what's something I didn't expect going into a relationship was having to protect my independence so fiercely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not from you, from everyone else. <laughs> right, right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you've all been listening to YOI Radio on WFMU. Special thanks this week to my intern, Aaron and Hopkins, and also to Greg Harrison of gregcircanow.com for putting together our wonderful YOI tote bag design. Please keep sending me your pictures. I love seeing you guys out on the town with your YOI tote bags. Thanks so much for listening, and Mike and I are almost home now. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go on to my OkCupid okay profile with me later? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>